Josh vs. Josh, Season 5. It's resurrection time. Josh vs. Josh was dead, but now they're back again. Sweet shows and amazing guest stars. Ryan Wright shot lasers from the Death Star. Matt zipped in and he zipped out. But no one knows what he was talking about. JDS took a rest, he spread his wings and flew far, far away. But now he's back to rule the pod game. Spitting on a little guy's face. Eating ice cream and potting all over the place. Tom Nook is a crook, but Corey is working hard for the bells. Only PayPal. Lemon friends and family for that guy sells. Jazz says sticky food makes it hard to wipe Especially when you're up potting all dang night Takes a break to read some 17 Steve Buscemi on the cover of his magazine Recycle some jokes and bring the garlic bread Because Josh vs. Josh is back potting again Yeah Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to JVJ I'm your host Corey Hatfield with me in the studio is JDS yeah. and Joosh. <laughs> uh, today we have author of Fuse, uh, David Neth. Hello. Hey. Uh, now, is it called Origin Fuse or Fuse Origin? Because it's written one way and then the narrator says it the opposite way in the book. It's Well, the book name is Origin. The series name is Fuse, but I figured okay. it would be like a... Almost like Batman, where it's like, you know, Batman, whatever. I don't know. Um, you know, Batman, the Dark Knight. So it's like Fuse origin. So it's yeah, like, I didn't realize till just a few days ago that you actually had more in that series out. Because we, yeah. don't, we don't do a lot of reading. We do a lot of audiobooks. Yeah. We're very busy men. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the only oh. one I have out in audio. For that series, at least. I'm the, they're working on the second one now, the narrator. That's awesome. So when do you think that one will be out? june maybe next month i guess that's cool when can we expect our free promo codes (laughs) (laughs) next month (laughs) that's cool now uh would you consider fuse to be a superhero yeah yeah i i think he has a lot of work to do he's he's really fucking shit up i think he's (laughs) what he does yeah that was one one of the things my my editor when she was going through it she's like is he supposed to be an anti-hero i was like no not really <laughs> she's like is he supposed to be good at this because he really sucks yeah. <laughs> like, my thinking was you know that he's new at it and i mean he was just sitting behind a cute computer before so i mean now he, yeah he's gonna trip and he's gonna fall and he's gonna you know mess up so i mean he gets better throughout the series but yeah you're right he does have a lot of work to do He's yeah. a regular guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, like, even with, like, you brought up Batman, they have, like, Batman Year One, and he's not great. I mean, like, in the some stories, like, he's just think, really shitty. What? Are you going to worry about him pissing himself? No. Is that where this is going? No. But that happens in real life. Bladder spasms. <laughs> <laughs> there was heat. But, like, in, in Earth One, Alfred had to save him from the penguin. That's true. Uh, are you really big into superheroes? Um, not like crazy. I didn't, I mean, I grew up like watching the animated shows and I mean, watching the movies and stuff like that. I wasn't really a comic book person. Honestly, I didn't read any comic books until I was doing research for this series. Um, but I mean, like anyone, superheroes has been my childhood basically. So yeah, they're real popular right now. I think you made the right decision to hop on the bandwagon. Yeah. What, what were you doing? The Crescent Moon books, you were like, I'm so sick of talking about moons. 
Yeah, that was the Under the Moon series. It was about a family of witches that fought evil, which so it's similar premise. I mean, they were superheroes, just they weren't called superheroes. Um, and I was, like you said, I was just tired of writing about witches because I had been writing that. I mean, that's what got me into writing was writing about that family. And those are the books I first started writing. And then, you know, that was like 15 years ago. And now I'm tired of it. <laughs> yeah. How many books were in that series? Like nine? Was it five books to? were in that series? Five? Yeah. Okay. Are, are you the, the author of all these Christmas books? Yeah. Okay. You just really like Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Is that your favorite holiday? Yeah, I try. Well, with the writing, at least I try to branch out into different genres, especially when I do like events and stuff. You, you'll get different people. And so I try to market to everyone I might see there and say, you know, what do you like to read? If you don't like if you don't like fantasy, maybe you'll like the romances or I'll get parents who will buy the fantasy for their kids and then pick up the romance books for themselves so I can make more sales that way. Plus, the romance ones are really easy to write. Yeah, because yeah. The same stuff, different book. I mean. That well, makes sense. I, I focus mainly on the Halloween season <laughs> when I write my book. Oh my gosh. But, well, I just, you bring it up every episode. No, Go ahead I, just, I wrote it, a maybe. book. I, I also wrote a book. It's a children's book called The Haunted Living Room. I'm thinking about spreading it out to Christmas, too. Though. Okay. Yeah. The Christmas <laughs> living room. Yeah, yeah. So, David, do you think maybe he could do a crossover with your uh, Fuse character? Oh, yeah. Maybe Fuse could try to come over for Christmas and accidentally <laughs> kill Grandma. <laughs> yeah, I don't think about that. I don't. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, we'll just edit it to make it sound like you said yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have, I'm I'm curious on the uh, the a Christmas spark say at the top it says D Allen. Do you ha- is this another name you work under? Yeah, that's a pen name I did for the romance ones because that way, like on Amazon and stuff, my books don't all get jumbled together because they're two very different audiences. Oh, well, that makes Was that supposed sense. to be a secret? No. No. Well, then here's, here's my <laughs> question about that. Um, your Small Town Christmas series, which I haven't read it, sounds awful to me, to be honest with you. Sounds like you it's a Hallmark movie type thing. Yeah, that's exactly uh, what it is. But your first one, A Christmas Reunion by David Neff, and then the other two you use a pen name. Well, okay. The first one was originally published under my name, and then I was like, well, maybe I should do a pen name. But um, because I can only change the audio, I can only change the audiobook title, like the author name, if the narrators change it. I haven't been able to get in touch with the narrators. but I think it's great. It shows that you have range. You can... It does. Yeah, I mean, you can bring an aspect of that uh, cheesy Hallmark romance to Fuse. Yeah, <laughs> Christmas with Fuse. Now, I finished. <laughs> he just looked disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you about another thing you wrote called Limelight. Yeah, it's like eight pages. Who do you think you are, Corey? Yeah, how'd you get that on Audible? Because they won't let me put my three-minute book on there. I mean, that was like fifteen minutes. It's seventeen. So yeah. I need to bump it up a little. Yeah, you can do it. We mm. just need to make it keep going. An intro. <laughs> I know we all hate it, but I'll add some sound effects. Well, he can do a series. He can do like three books and then just put yeah. them all together. We'll talk about it later. Okay. I have an idea for to make us some audible credits. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, David. I'm just I He's I should have been away by limelight. I should have been more prepared because I only the only thing I saw that you wrote was that fuse series. <laughs> Yeah. He's so, blown away. So let me ask you something. You wrote this witch series, right? Yeah. 
Is that because you watched Sabrina the Teenage Witch as a child? That was one of the shows I watched, yeah. I knew it. I knew it. Is there is there at least a hidden reference to Harry Potter in there? I think they well, might mention Harry Potter at one point. The main character's name is Harry Potter. <laughs> okay. And his dad is also named Harry Potter. <laughs> that's, that's remarkable. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so one of the questions that, that seems to come up, because we, we do talk to, we have been talking to a lot of authors, is uh, there's, there's a difference in, in writing styles where some people uh, use outlines for like their plot progression, and some yeah. people just write. Um, where do you fall on that? I need an outline, because if I don't outline, then I don't know what I'm doing that day, and then I'm picking up my phone every two minutes, and I'm not writing. If I outline, then I, then I stick to a schedule, and I'm pretty disappointed by it, but... Yeah. How many words do you write a day? I aim for 2,000, 2,000 for a chapter. Um, I mean, I typically hit that. Um, it just depends on what I'm writing and what scene I'm writing, and sometimes I just don't feel like doing any work. But for the most part, if I'm writing a first draft, that's what I do. So I think 2,000 is pretty good. 2,000, yeah. So, um, so with your Fuse book, and you said you outlined it, did you think ahead to – like you're already on book three. Are you writing book three now? Is that what you're doing? Or no, all three books are out. Okay, so did you already, like, did you plan what was going to happen all the way up through book three, or did you take it one book at a time? Um, well, for that one specifically, I made sure I had, like, an overall arc for the first three books and then had, like, a an arc for each, each book. Um, so that was pretty well planned out. I didn't know like the details about, you know, like relationships and stuff like that. I didn't really care about that at the point at the time, but as far as like who he was going to face in each book and where it was going to end up, that's, I had that pretty well planned out. I didn't, I didn't outline each book until I was ready to write that book just because the way, I mean, if I outlined a book and then sat on it for six months, I'm not going to remember, you know, little notes and stuff I made here and there. So, yeah. Do you, do you write full time? No. Is that, your, is that your job or no? No, I have a day job. Okay. Lame. You still do 2,000 words a day? That's pretty impressive. Maybe he does yeah. it at work. Does do. it on the clock. <laughs> nice. No, I have a lot of downtime at work, so I just squeeze it in. I do my work first. Really? I write, but yeah. We're going to send this podcast to your boss, just so you know. I'm sure he probably knows. I mean, he, I don't really hide it. <laughs> well, I, so we talked to Cameron Milan. And uh, he writes about 1,500, 2,000 words a day is what I think he said. But then we see Saturday we talked to Dakota Kraut, and he says he writes 6,000 words a day. But, I mean, that's his full-time job. Yeah. Still, though. But, I mean, right? that's incredible because that's like 20 pages. Oh, like, yeah, really. but he said he was trying to get 18 books out this year. Like, yeah. That's great. Like, how, how, many, many, how long have you been writing? I mean, I've been writing for, like, 15 years but i haven't been publishing i've only been publishing for five four or five something like that how many books do you have out like 15 ish maybe that's rookie man (laughs) (laughs) like we mostly talk to people in the lit rpg genre where the books take place in video games and those guys just fucking pop them out left and right yeah they're right i don't have day jobs yeah Yeah. this guy has to no i'm not saying anything 2000 is 2000 is amazing yeah because josh wrote something yeah did you average about that or uh, yeah i did okay but i, I mean that i was, could do it then i had to take a break like do you, when you're working on a book is that you're just working on that one book or do you have multiples you work on at once 
No, that's the only book I work on. And then when I say I write 2,000 words a day, it's only when I'm writing the first draft. And so, I mean, that's like a 20-day stretch where I'm writing 2,000 words a day. And then when I work on the following drafts, it's whatever I need to write, you know, whatever I write that day. So sometimes it's 2,000, sometimes it's 100, sometimes it's whatever. I don't know. So. Yeah, if I was writing 2,000 words a day, I would have almost 2,000 books right now. (laughs) (laughs) My book was 18 pages, so. So do you use an editor? I used to. And then, like for the few series, I used um, a a developmental editor. So she looked at, like, the story versus um, grammar and structure and all that. Uh, And then, she, you know, she did the first round with the developmental edit, and then she did the next round with the grammar and structure. And that really helped me as far as, like you said, I mean, where she asked, is this supposed to be an anti-hero? And I said, no. Um, so I had to go back and change things that I didn't, I wasn't even aware of, but I think doing that helped me overall as an author. Now I don't really use an editor only because it gets expensive. I I was paying a lot of money for her to do those two rounds. And now I pretty much just do proofreading just because I think I'm a pro and I'm really not. (laughs) There's a chick on Fiverr who does proofreading for 10 bucks. You should check her out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little, uh, curious about what the book was like before if she's like is this supposed to be an anti-hero and your finished product is not supposed to be an anti-hero he must have killed a lot of good people (laughs) no i don't i mean it wasn't so much that he killed people it was just that the resolution happened in spite of or despite his act you know his yeah yeah, I mean, like, I get it. I feel like I feel like you wrote some very, like, really, they made me uncomfortable. Like, what what happens in the book, like, to the yeah. characters it makes me very uncomfortable. And I feel like his getting darker throughout the series is, is definitely a reflection of that, you know, until he finds love again. He finds love again in the end, and that's all that matters. Maybe. We don't know. <laughs> well, he, he said he will. Yeah, but you'd, in book three, is he in love? Well, don't ruin it. You're, the book's already out. I know, but people haven't read it, and there's so many people that listen to this, they'll just be so, pissed off. Okay, so book three, is that the final Fuse book, or are you keep So hang going? on, let me go back to the love question. Ignore the fact, don't answer, did he find love? But if some, like, let's say that happened to you. Could you find love again, maybe in two books? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they say write what you know. Did that not happen to you? No, it didn't. <laughs> oh, good. Well, that's another good question. Like, do you see Fuse as an extension of yourself? No, not at all. Like, you don't want to be the superhero? You don't want to be the elect- You don't want to be the static shock? No, I want a nine-to-five job where I come home and I'm done. I don't like this whole like, midnight run thing. So did you go to plug in your computer and you got shocked a little? So you're like, I got a great idea for a yeah, book. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so what made you get into the superheroes? Did we already cover that? Or? They're hot. They're hot. And Christmas is over. So he's ready for the next thing. Yeah, I mean, it is because it's, you know, the hot new genre and all that. But I mean, really what it was is I was watching and a lot of my inspiration comes from TV shows, which it probably shouldn't, but whatever. Um, So I was watching like Arrow and The Flash and shows like that. And then I got into like the the movies and and rewatching some of the animated stuff that I I watched as a kid. And I'm like, I could do this, especially because superhero fiction is growing as a genre 
um, and I wanted to be a part of that. It really is. It makes sense. I mean, that's kind of like the lit RPG, where it's it's relatively a new genre in its own right. And I feel like, I mean, it's pretty niche, but it's it's growing. All and the yeah, time. that's that's the thing. You I, like you're pretty versatile, and I don't know how much time you spend on the Facebook.com, but if you check, there's lit RPG. That's a that is a exponentially growing group of readers. That's something you might want to look into. Do you play video games at all? No, because I have heard I have heard of lit RPG, but I just don't care to write about stuff like that. And it's like there's so many other stories I do want to write. I don't want to chase fads, but superhero kind of aligned with what I you know one of my interests that was a current trend. So that's kind of where it was probably things. a little funner to write too than like. Uh, like you said, you're getting kind of bored with the witchcraft and the romance, so it was probably pretty fun to do something a little different. Yeah. But your book is really not that different from a lit RPG book. If you would just change, like, one <laughs> thing, it could be a lit RPG book. He's yeah. not wrong. Like, we've we've read some of those where they're just like, this is in a video game, and then it's just a story that you would never think that's in a video game. Yeah. You could do that. You could get away with it, and you post on those lit <laughs> RPG groups. Just hundred thousand dollars. Just talk about his <laughs> HP for like <laughs> two minutes. Just <laughs> have a in. just have a ghostwriter. You take your book and then you hand it to someone else and they just add four chapters about lit RPG Stats. and then you're set. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so did you ever answer? Is the third the last fuse book? No, it's well, it is for now. Um, because it is it, right now, it is my best selling series. Um, but I am working on another superhero book because i realized that fuse got really dark and i kind of liked that it was dark but i didn't want to keep writing in the series and then i would get bored of that so i wanted multiple series to write in in case i do get bored of fuse for now i can work on another series so i'm working on another superhero series that is lighter um where he is a complete hero he's not an anti-hero and uh i want to eventually cross them so they can do crossovers but still be their own standalone series so that's kind of where my mind's going because like i said i was watching arrow and the flash and they do crossovers all the time i'm like well i can do that yeah and they're the best episodes so is that gonna be are they gonna be is it gonna be like supergirl where it's a whole different universe and they cross over or do you plan on just having it they're all in the same world and like maybe the the super good guy is in a better part of the world where things are easier yeah, no, they're in the same world. There's two different cities, and yeah. um, so this new city is called Ellsworth, and it's it's kind of like almost like um, it's it's I'm picturing it rather as in like the Rocky Mountains, and it's kind of like a valley city where it's kind of isolated. It's on its own, but so it's like a ski town and stuff like that. But you know, these superheroes come because that's the other thing too is the difference with Fuse in this new series is. The new series is focusing on other supers, you know, committing murders and doing all kinds of bad stuff versus Fuse is really the uh, the enemy is a person. Mm-hmm. So, is uh, Have you put uh, pen to paper on that or? Yeah, I'm, I was actually um, right before I started talking to you guys, I was working on the second draft or the third draft of the second book. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're deep in, but you haven't put the first book out yet, right? No, I want to wait till I have the, all three out to put them out to see how it'll do. So, I, I like that idea. So, I there was an uh, an independent published author, and he did the same thing where he wrote all three of a trilogy and then released them like I think 
like one month, the second month, and the third month. And I thought that was great because when I'm reading a book, like I, I don't yeah. want to have to wait years you and years the for the next one. one. Yeah. I mean, although you're writing a lot, so it's not going to happen years and years, whereas like some things, but no, I think that's, I think that's really cool. Does, do, so can you, uh, can you give us an exclusive? What's his, uh, what's his power? Uh, his, well, superhero name is Heat. Um, well, so he must have freeze power. Ironic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, he obviously controls fire and he could turn himself into fire and he could fly too. Cause that was another thing. Um, you say he can fly? Yeah. Cause that was the other thing I got in a kind of a bind with, with fuse is I was like, okay, how am I going to get him there in time? You know what I mean? He knows something's happening across the city, but he can't, I mean, how is he going to get there? So now, I mean, he could, then he's just he sitting on the subway for two chapters. <laughs> right. <laughs> he could get a Vespa. <laughs> did you ever think of that? No, did not think. Vespas that. are pretty quick. I mean, yeah, you Vespas can like take them up on the side between cars, or I mean, uh, riding power lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, um, static shock version. Hop, have him hop on a trash can trash and hover can it lid. somehow. Yeah. I did this, think about having him travel through like power lines, like as an electric current, but I was like, that seems. I wanted his powers limited because I wanted to put a superhero basically in the real world with real bad people, not like superhero bad people. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, if you get to the point where he's turning into electricity, who's gonna? What average man is gonna stop him? Yeah. They yeah. pull out a gun and then he just zaps away. So I think the the way to do this to get him quickly, he could start using Uber. <laughs> Uber's pretty good. Yeah, that's you can use that if you want. Book four, like use Uber Tastic. Like, uh, It'll be great. What's his name? Deadpool. What's his name? Ryan Reynolds. Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah, that's where Corey stole the idea from. Oh and then he's guys. trying to sell I've it to you. I've never even heard of this pool of dead. Can we use our own, you know, jokes and things? Please oh, yeah, on. tell them that joke, you know. <laughs> so, do, do you know who uh, Bobby Flay is? <laughs> I was joking. No, no, it's good. Go ahead, tell him. Do you know who Bobby Flay is? No. Uh, who's the other guy, the main guy? Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. Ramsay. You know who Gordon Ramsay is? Yeah. Guy? Yeah, okay. Celebrity chef. So, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, why is Gordon Ramsay afraid to go to the doctor? He's know. afraid of culinary cancer. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to laugh. That's it's a, a joke. One. It's a joke. Now it's you tell joke. us a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> There's a joke. <laughs> you're, you're a writer. You don't have all these jokes. Remember that time Fuse killed that guy? <laughs> Remember when he accidentally killed that guy that he felt bad for 13 chapters? Oh, yeah. Spin he that is, into a joke. He has a hard life. He should move out of that city. Move to I the mean, country. Do you ever think... So I read an article one time that um, Superman's powers are wasted for the most part. I mean, obviously, there's some, like, really bad guys. But, but for the most part, he's, like, saving people's purses or whatever. I don't know. But I'm not really into superheroes. But uh, he could spend his power, like powering a generator and give the world free unlimited power that's what fuse could do wait does that happen because there's a whole thing about the electronic roads in the city and stuff yeah yeah but that's just because he works for a power company yeah but you it's it's okay different. i didn't read the books <laughs> yeah yeah so I does mean, fuse just start powering up the roads and saving money no he doesn't do that but he does need like i said in the book he needs to release the 
electric energy he builds up. It's like static electricity. So sometimes he does like spill it into like power lines. But you got to be careful with the power lines because you can over overheat them and then they just blow up and the whole city's blacked out. So he's not really helping in that way. Okay, I'll give you. I've got a, I've got a little helpful tip for your uh, for book four of the series. Uh, he the fuse fights battles climate change. There mm. you go. He oh, becomes yeah. a new green source of electricity. Yeah. And then he runs for mayor. <laughs> Actually, that'd be pretty good. He's like, hey, I'll single-handedly fix climate change if you guys vote me in. Yeah. What about that? What if what if Fuse decided, you know, my powers aren't the best thing I can do for this city, and he's, you know, he runs for mayor? I don't think he'd ever run for mayor. <laughs> Why? I don't think he'd do a good job. The no. <laughs> so corrupt. Someone's got to do it. Why not fuse? Yeah, from the inside. That could be his uh, line. Like, you know, his tagline. Why Someone, not fuse? Someone's got to do it. Why not fuse? Yeah. Does he call himself Fuse? Did he call himself Fuse? I I think he did name himself, yeah. Well, he named himself, but afterwards, is he, is he like, oh, bad guys, Fuse is here to F you up. <laughs> this, oh, no, this, I didn't do anything like that. He doesn't refuse... Refu- Refer to himself. He doesn't refer to himself as Fuse. Fuse is here to chew bubblegum and kill some people. I'm all out of bubblegum. What does he call himself in his head when no one's around? I don't know. What do you call yourself in your head? You created the character. (laughs) Well, the reason Corey asked that is because uh, Bruce Wayne calls himself Batman in his head. Does Fuse refer to himself as Fuse? person himself probably is like me and I. I mean, but he knows. He'll like he'll say like right now I'm Fuse, so I got to act like Fuse. Versus when he's not dressed like Fuse, he's Ethan. So let's say he fought a villain that had brain powers, like he could shoot thoughts in the Fuse's head. Yeah. And he said, Ethan, kill that innocent man. Would would Fuse say to himself, I don't call myself Ethan in my head. I call myself Fuse. Clearly, someone's sending thoughts into my head. I mean, he'd probably call himself Ethan because so he that's kill what he's guy. had his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> he would probably try to save the guy accidentally kill him. All right, so I'm I'm curious now. Uh, speaking for all those people out there who have not read your book, is there a, is there a badass costume involved? Yeah. Have you seen okay. the cover of the book? No. The cover of the book, I think, is just perfect. It really drew me in. Yeah, all three all three covers look really nice. Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to it. I just didn't make it. Up. Sounded like it was at more than 1.0. It was. Yeah, I sped it up. Does that bother you? I sped up the the narration, so I'm reading it at like one he and a half. Doesn't give time. a damn about the narration. I don't care. I mean, you bought it just the same. Yeah. Did you do you listen to your books after they they are narrated? I mean, I have to approve the narration, but other than that. I mean, after you I ever phoned it, it in and you're just like, I'm sure it's good. <laughs> um, and then they the shorter stories fake use instead of origin. And you're like, shit. <laughs> no, yeah, not with the longer ones, but the shorter ones. I'm just like, oh, OK, whatever. But <laughs> you're like, fuck, it's just Christmas <laughs> town four. <laughs> yeah. They are. They're going to pay for it either way. <laughs> Pretty you, much. I mean, <laughs> these Midwestern moms. Do you uh, do you have a narrator that's your go to? Or do you? Well, uh, I did, but then I mean, because he's an actor, like they all are, and he got busy with other things, and he just wouldn't return my emails, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. But um, 
I think I found a pretty good one for the Fuse series. It just took me a while. That's why, I mean, Fuse was released originally. I mean, the ebook was released almost two years ago. So it took a while to get the audio book out just because it took me a while to find a narrator. I mean, we all listen to quite a few audiobooks, and not all of those are like big name, you know, publishers. So that was one thing I noticed that right off the bat was that the narrator was really good. I mean, yeah. He did a good job. Uh, is it hard finding a narrator? How does that even work? Do you just uh, just put some feelers out there, or do you talk to a publishing company, or do you just have names that you talk to? Just open up the phone book, start calling people. If you like someone's voice, hire. <laughs> You're them. like, man, I really like my grandma's voice. I want her to record for me. No, um, it's it's like with the publishing where I publish directly to Amazon. It's like I, there's a website where you can go to to list your book. Um, and then it's it's kind of like a whole pool of narrators who go on and they're either they they'll read your script, which is really just the chapter of the book, and then they'll submit an audition or you could go through and listen to other narrators' samples. And a lot of people who think they're good at narration are not good at narration <laughs> or they're just not a good fit. You know what I mean? Like I wanted a certain voice to tell, especially you know, Fuse is told in first person. So I wanted a very specific voice. And so it took me a while to find the right person. Well, are any of your other books, are they all, um, are they all first person? Do you have any women leads or? Um, women leads in the Christmas ones, cause it's like a duet. So it's told between both people. Um, but I don't typically like writing first person when the, women are the main character because I'm like, I'm not a woman. I don't know what they're right. thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's not a big deal. Just make it up. Uh, do you remember <sighs> what chapter you like submitted to have the people test to see who your narrator would be for Fuse? Because like, I feel like if you put chapter one and they read it, you're not really going to know what's going to come out when you get to the grittier chapters. Oh. Well, I do warn them before I upload it. I'm also kind of lazy with the audition <laughs> script because I just upload the whole book. And even though it tells you not to, I'm like, I don't have time to split it and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, most narrators, if they're and I warn them, like I said, I said, it gets really dark and and this and this and this happens. Um, so they know because the other things, too, is like I don't want someone you know, like what you said, what happens at the end. I don't want someone who's not comfortable with that to be blindsided and committed to the project and then have to read something they don't like. So if I'm not going to put that in this, put them in that situation. So I just try to forewarn them. Yeah, I didn't like when Fuse killed all those nuns for no reason, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was weird. It's your ending. Um, <laughs> I thought it was funny and it fit him. <laughs> Uh, so how do you feel about a uh, man narrating for the uh, when the woman is the lead and vice versa? Did you have two narrators for your books with dual lead yeah. characters? Well, I did for the for the first Christmas book. For oh. the the next two Christmas books, I couldn't that I couldn't find I couldn't get the same narrators basically. Mm. Um, so I was just like, well, the Christmas it's romance. Let's just have a woman read it. Um, and a woman reading a man's part sounds a lot better than a man reading a woman's part. Especially I, I when you agree. Try the voices. I find it so. very off-putting when it's like, like I've listened to a few romance. I'm a romantic guy. Yeah. And I you mean harem. No, no, not harem. The other things I got from audio. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> but uh, it's 
like some country cowboy one. I couldn't stand it when it was a guy reading the girl, especially when it's supposed to be like sweet and stuff. Yeah. It just kind of sounded creepy. It just doesn't sound right. Yeah. You guys want to go into these questions? Yeah, let's get some questions going. All right. These, uh. So you want to explain to them real quick? I already did at the beginning. Go ahead and explain it again. I'll explain it again. (laughs) (laughs) So we had these questions sent in by Steve and Sarah Campbell. Uh, We like to ask questions or have people ask questions and we answer them because we're life life coaches and we know everything. Okay. Okay. Question one. With the new live action Aladdin movie coming out, here's a relative question. Uh, I guess I could have just not read that part. Is a wish for more wishes cheating? I would think so. I mean, I actually wrote another, I wrote a book, a standalone book that is about a boy who finds a genie lamb and then gets three wishes and that whole thing. So that was one of the rules. He says, don't wish for more wishes because that is cheating. But passing it off to a friend who wished for wishes that could help you both, that's not cheating. But Aladdin tricks. So. No, no, no. He he says in the song, you can't wish for more wishes. Yeah, uh, yeah. But is it cheating? Is, but is that a rule, or is that just something he's saying? No, it's a Hope. cosmic rule. Also, wait, did you say that it's okay to wish for your friend to have three wishes? No, if you pass, you know, if it's like a genie lamp and you pass the lamp off to your friend and say, "Hey, oh. if you wish for this, it'll help us both." Like if you wish for money for the two of us, then. Well, both benefit. And then so there's your once they're wish. done with their three wishes, they can just hand the lamp back, and you can go forever. That sucker genie go. doesn't know what's coming. Right? <laughs> you just need someone you can really trust. Yeah, like so, Jafar, like a nice, <laughs> nice friend like nice Jafar. See, if I found a genie, I'd just let him go. Immediately? Give him the other two wishes as a tip. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think I would do that. Why? I would uh, enslave him forever. <laughs> um, but I'd just, uh, I'd just force him to be my friend forever. Yeah. And then he would have to do things out of his own heart to be my friend, which would just so you'd pull a, at me. you'd pull an Aladdin on him and be like, "Hey, I wish you really wanted to be my friend." Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's not bad. You can use that in your next book, David. Oh yeah, is there gonna be all I ever wanted book two? Um, I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking maybe I might follow Felix around or or something. Because I thought Felix was a really fun character to write, the genie. Um, maybe he could become some sort of superhero. Yeah. In a- <laughs> he could be Fuse's sidekick. Oh, little Fuse. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> One of his wishes could be that superheroes exist. And then Ooh. that's how it started. Yeah. yeah. His name could be Blown Fuse. <laughs> that's not bad. That's, that's what? No. No. We're just going to skip it. <laughs> that sounds I don't know what your problem is, JDs. That's a good name. It's a great name. So we all agreed it's not cheating. It's not cheating at all. And if but, you can bend the rules, well, you might as well do it. Like, if you're getting paid to be at work and you're writing other books, that's a good thing. Collecting two paychecks. I would say it's not cheating just because it's not it's not possible. You can't. You just can't do well, it. Hang on. So, Dave, let me ask you this. You know, we have that. You know, there's that movie Aladdin, right? Yeah. And the genie says, "You can't wish for more wishes," right? Yeah. Do you think that's actually true, or is he just saying that so no one does it? I would say that's probably true. 
I don't, can I don't genie think lie? so. <laughs> the genie lies. When? I don't know. I don't remember. But he's a liar. Cite your source. He's working for Jafar all along. <laughs> he says some pretty blanket statements that just, like, might not be true in every... Where is he getting all these elephants? <laughs> Well, I thought that was a little bit of a letdown, just because like Aladdin asked to be a prince, and it seemed like he just made his dad. He just made him a king. No, of he made, no, he didn't do that. Yeah, that was he did. Thing. That's how he made him a prince. He just oh, changed his clothes. No, yeah, he just like changed his clothes for a day. Well, I guess no for the whole movie, but like. Well, I mean, he gave him the elephant. <laughs> he paraded yeah. him around town, but he didn't really do much. No, he didn't. He well, made there a wasn't a lot scene. of fact checking. <laughs> so. That's true. Yeah, maybe the Sultan was really smart in the beginning. And then with that wish, he made him so dumb he doesn't even look. He's like, you own an elephant? You must be a prince. Do you have an elephant, David? No, I do not. Would you be interested in one? No, I would not. Have you ever thought about writing a book about yourself, but you own an elephant? And you get three wishes from it for some reason? I I think it's a great idea. It's a a great great idea. idea. We could co-write it. You get started. Okay. What was your pen name? David Allen or something? It was D. Allen. D. Yeah. Allen. It's short for David, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be D. Allen Jr. and we'll write a book together. Okay. Okay. Next question. Pirates or ninjas? Ooh. Like for dating? Yeah, no, for dating. Could you get three wishes from them? Would you rather date a pirate or a ninja, David? Would I would rather date one? I'd probably rather date a ninja because pirates are dirty, but I think pirates are cooler than ninjas. Hmm. I think ninjas can be dirty too. Ninjas can no, get I meant dirty. like dirty isn't filthy, not like. Well, well yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what. I'm like they're hiding out in those bogs with the reed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. For days. Well, if they have like a secondhand ninja suit that they never clean. They're always covered in blood. Yeah. yeah right. I mean, yeah. blood of their enemies. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. But that's the thing, like, if if a ninja lets you down, you know, it's over. The ninja kills himself, or herself. Mm-hmm. We're talking about dating. So, right? The ninjas are the ones who cut their own heads off? No, that's not <laughs> the thing. I don't know what you're what talking it, about. Seppuku? Yeah, they seppuku. seppuku but and when they dishonor, I don't think ninjas have that they, same honor. That's well, who does that? It may be samurai. It's samurai, but and they don't chop their Japanese heads off. Japanese businessmen. Who cuts their head off? They don't. No one cuts their head off. <laughs> their heads just fall off. They, dis- they kill themselves. They disembowel themselves. But these are not ninjas. They stab so I'm hard it breaks the spinal cord. Their heads, heads just off. roll off. Having, so like if they if they just their parents, their heads just fall off. It's <laughs> genetic. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like you know, sometimes the spouse takes place of the parent in the relationship. So why do you think? Pirates are cool. What's cool about them? They're so dirty. I don't know. I think they're cooler than ninjas. I haven't given any of these th- much thought. I said I don't really care about either of them. <laughs> I just think it would be horrible to be a pirate. You'd feel seasick all the time. You'd have to be in the ocean on Whales. a ship Peg with legs. other smelly people. Well, I mean, yeah, you have to get all your legs cut off and your eyes taken out. on cruise ships, and pirates are just doing that because that's their life. That's well, true. did you ever watch that pirate Mythbusters? Yeah. Where yeah. they did the eye patch to walk. You you watched it, David? No, I didn't. Oh. Well, essentially, they tested why the pirate wore an eye patch, right? And uh, I don't know which one of them. They're both the same. 
but he he kept an eye patch on, and then he had to go into a completely dark room, and he took the eye patch off, and his eye was already adjusted. Yeah. yeah. It worked. I don't know what this has to do with anything. Well, what I'm saying is the pirates don't have to lose an eye. Oh, yeah. And just they, the leg. They just put wood <laughs> over their leg so they're used to it. Do you like parrots? I No, not really. I, I used to work at a pet store. I did not like the birds. I don't like birds either. I think My rule is if they have feathers or scales, I'm not touching it. I also don't understand the, the ratio. Like, if you want to buy a parrot, you have to give two koi fish. It it's doesn't a, make any a, sense. Yeah. I think though that if you if you chose pirate to date, you'd have to be okay with a parrot. I mean, that's just part that's of it. That's just part of it. Yeah, um, that's true. Or I, a monkey. Yeah, there's another can. reason not to date a pirate. I actually agree with you, David, because I'm gonna say, but for different reasons. Uh, I don't care about being dirty, whatever. That's your own thing. Um, personally, my girlfriend is a filthy person. So, <laughs> um. Uh, no, but the the thing is, a pirate. A lot of times they have a hook hand, and I feel like when you're getting giving a hug, it's dangerous. Plus, ninjas are quiet. Wait, did, I thought you said you'd rather be with a pirate. No, I would definitely rather be with a ninja because I like to have a little alone time, and even when they're there, you wouldn't know they're there. <laughs> well, see, I have the exact exact opposite thing of you. Like, yeah, I like alone time as well. But if if you were with a pirate, right? You know, nine months out of the year, they're out at sea, uh, and you don't see them. Where the ninja is is with you. I mean, and that discount at Long John Silver's would be nice. <laughs> It'd be for the pirate. You wouldn't. If you're married, you, you get it. What are you? I figured dating. I'm saying ninjas. Dating, I'm saying ninjas. I picked ninjas, oh. and you're switching it to make. <laughs> I'm saying I, I pick ninjas because they'll be there for you. You're Whereas the pirate right now. You sound so stupid. <laughs> you sound so stupid. <laughs> so the pirate, dating a pirate is like dating a truck driver. Yeah. They're never there for you. <laughs> and they might be a serial killer. Well, they send money. But, yeah. you, but you can go with them on their adventures. No, you Wait, can't. Did I say pirate? There's I only enough ninjas. room in a truck. <laughs> if you go with the pirate on their adventures, you're a pirate. You're no longer dating one. You are one. <laughs> well, you're still dating one. Well, I think once you have to date a whole ship. Like, you and Erica both work at the same place. You're still dating. Not not our bosses didn't know. Oh. We wouldn't be able to work the same shift if they found out. Ooh. Is it, yeah. is it possible for a pirate to be a ninja or a ninja to be a pirate? Yes. Ninja pirate. Oh. Legendary ninja pirate. Hey, David, this has nothing to do with pirates or ninjas. But are you related to Bradley Cooper? <laughs> oh, I see that. Yeah, have you been told that? No. Oh, you look like Bradley Cooper. You have a that's terrific the, smile. That's the first time I've heard that. Oh, I like should... the way you've been smiling this whole podcast. It makes us more comfortable. <laughs> I okay. don't think people look anything like Bradley Cooper. I don't know what they're talking about. Do you know who Bradley Cooper is? I know who Bradley Cooper is. Wait, Explain you it. have to sit at this angle. Come over here. Make sure everybody looks at you from a certain angle. <laughs> I don't I don't think so. But uh that's okay. You don't not everyone has yeah, to look not, like Bradley not Cooper. Not everybody has to look well, like actually, Bradley. Actually, let me pull up a picture of Bradley Cooper. Why don't you break a sure. glass or something? Go ahead and <laughs> go ahead and judge this one. Who won? Oh, uh, uh I think I did. I think I made the best <laughs> argument. The whole Josh, I really liked your whole idea you wanted to date a pirate so you can get a discount at Long John Silver's, but I don't think that makes any sense. 
I kind of see it. I, I... Yeah, look at that. Ah. Look for a younger picture of Bradley Cooper, not him at 60, whatever yeah. age he is. David, how old are you? 18? 14? Oh, 27. <laughs> You're 27? Yeah. You have 15 books? Yes. Gosh, your face is so young. Yeah, I get that a lot. A young Bradley Cooper. You look like a <laughs> like Bradley Cooper's baby. <laughs> I kind of see it. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of see, see it. Okay, next question. If you filled a bathtub full of jello, how long would it take for it to drain? David? I mean, you'd have to, like, squish it down. You think? You yeah. don't think it eventually it'd just go? Mm, I suppose after a while, but it would take a while. Yeah. Funny story. I'm actually, for work, I'm actually working on, because I work at a history magazine, I'm actually writing a story on the history of jello because jello was first invented in a town like 10 minutes away from where I live. Oh my This is gosh. crazy. You So, is it true that Jell-O is made out of fish bones? I've Not never fish heard. bones, animal bones. It's boiled and you get the collagen out of it and it's just the protein. Animal bones. Huh? So, it's not vegan. No. Did oh, you know shit. sugar's not vegan? No, I didn't. Not vegan. I mean, that's pretty obvious. <laughs> but no one thinks about it. Hamburger's not vegan. Did you know that? <laughs> you know, here's the thing. Like, I really like um, Culver's because they have those butter burgers. But they put butter in with the beef, and then it's not vegan anymore. It's I a hate, shame. I hate you, Josh. It's a shame. <laughs> and then they squirt Why a little honey on it to make it vegan. <laughs> so that's cool. You work at a you worked on a history mu- museum <laughs> magazine? I work, yeah. That's I'm an editor at the history magazine. That's pretty cool. Oh, so you can edit awesome. your own books. Yeah. You yeah. Are you interested in history or is it just a job? It's not your love. Uh, I have an interest in history, but I have the job because there are only so many options for publishing in this area. So. Yeah, I love history too. Hey, if my <laughs> job got, if I got to write about Jello for my job. Yeah, it's that, a cool job. I mean, that I would like be it, a dream come true. If I turned in, like, a, how long does this article have to be? Like, three pages long? Maybe longer? If I turned in a three-page article about Jell-O at my work, they'd say, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> no, I took a day off. I went to the Jell-O gallery. I, I talked to this woman about Jell-O, and I'm reading all the different weird recipes and stuff, and I'm like, man, I really want Jell-O now. Yeah. They made you take a day off to do research on your Jello article? No, I took a day off. They didn't make me. They said, do whatever you need to do. Do your research wherever you need to go. And I said, okay, I'm going to go to the Jello Museum. I oh, hope you, you mean, were paid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Paid day off. I thought oh, you yeah. meant like you took a vacation day to do research. I was like, although no. that would still be cool. Now, if I went to a Jello uh, Museum and turned in a bill to my work, they'd say, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> well, I think that that kind of answers the question is that we don't have to answer the question right now. He's doing the research. Okay, we'll get back to you. When's your article due? Um, it comes out in the summer issue, which is July. So it's okay. probably going to do in the next like couple of weeks. Probably. So you should probably fill up your bathtub tonight yeah. <laughs> and then let us know how long it takes to drain. And if you want to just throw our podcast name in your article, we'll be okay with that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> people need to know. This is a great Jello question. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this this podcast has mostly been about Jello. <laughs> oh no no, it was pudding. What? We talk, we used to talk about pudding. We did talk about pudding a lot, but we're over that now. We're we're on board with you. We turned over a new leaf. One of the J's in JVJ means Jello. <laughs>
The V's for pudding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Are you guys ready? Yeah, he's going to research that one. Okay, yeah, get back on, get back to us with that. Okay. Uh, next question. Stallone, Willis, or Schwarzenegger? Who's Willis? Bruce. Probably Bruce. <laughs> okay. Well, he just, I guess he is kind of an old guy. I don't, for some reason, I didn't picture yeah. him as, like, being as old as those guys. But Because Di- you didn't watch Die Hard until this year. That's true. He's old now. He's old. I watched the, I, I don't know if you guys have ever been on the internet. YouTube? I watched the YouTube. Okay. And it was about the movie Glass. And it was a jokey, fun, funny trailer for it, right? Mm-hmm. And it said uh, a movie where Bruce Willis does literally nothing and James McAvoy does literally everything. And it was a good description. Yeah. Who's James McAvoy? The Glass. He's the bad guy in the movie. Oh, was The Horde? He, yeah, he's got multiple personalities. Oh, oh, I was think I was I thought you were talking about the first. He's the bald one. Movie. What was it? Broken. Is that what it's called? Unbreakable. Unbreakable. He's not in it. Yeah, that was why I was confused. He's in the. I gym. thought you were getting with confused Bruce with Willis. No, with um the bad guy in that. Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson. Yeah. He's Mr. Breakable. Yeah. So if you don't know what that mo- this movie is, that'd be very confusing to listen yeah. to this conversation. Do you know what we're talking about? No idea. Do you know who Bruce Willis is? I know who Bruce Willis is, yeah. He's in a movie called Glass. Well, the original movie is Unbreakable, the first one in the series. And then the second one was... Which is a really good movie. It's all right. But <laughs> I've not seen Glass. Glass is anyway, it doesn't matter. Exactly... Bruce Willis... Did you see Split? No. Split's the second one in the series, David. So let me explain <laughs> this to you, David. There's a filmmaker, and his name is M. Night Shyamalan, right? Yeah. He made a movie called Unbreakable. And then for years he claimed it was a trilogy. And everyone was like, bullshit, if it was a trilogy, there'd be two more. You know? Right. As trilogies do. And then years later he makes this movie called Split. And then at the end, Bruce Willis is there. And all of a sudden it was the second part to the trilogy and everybody was like, whoa. Every, this Everybody, meaning this one guy It here, was me. I hey, was blown <laughs> away when everybody else already forgot about the first one. Very Shalomalani. Yeah, mm. yeah. Very so, M. Night Shyamalan. Are you a fan of M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> no. No? no. <laughs> I, I am. I loved The Village. You okay. did The Village, right? Yes, I like The Village. That's I, my favorite one he did. See, but that's the one people say he sucks for. Yeah, but it, it was good. What a twist. I liked The Village. I thought it was good. He also, I like I the twist at the end. David, he also did a movie called Lady in the Water, and it had a guy with one really big arm. It was awesome. He was buffing one arm. Okay. He I, decided to only work out <laughs> one arm. I'm going to move this question along, and I'm going to go ahead and M. Night Shyamalan on it, and I'm going to say uh, Nick Cage. Yeah? You're not wrong, but you can't. No, now, I can Hold on. I shamaloned it. Let's get David's opinion. Do you know who Schwarzenegger is? Yeah. He yeah, governor. And then yeah. you know you know Stallone? Yeah. Okay. Out of those three guys, <laughs> who would you rather date? If they were dressed like a pirate. He chose ninja. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm making it hard for him. I would date Schwarzenegger because you know you wouldn't have to sleep with him because he has a maid. 
very timely reference. <laughs> Did that not just happen? <laughs> no, that was that had to be four years ago at this point. Well, I'd probably yeah. go with Schwarzenegger too, but just because he seems like a really nice person. Now, I would much rather watch a Stallone movie than it, the other guys. But really, I would just be watching for Michael B. Jordan. I was gonna say I would I would go with Stallone because he could introduce me to Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> mm-hmm. We want to hear your your thoughts on this. I don't know. I guess I'd pick Bruce Willis because he's one I know the best. <laughs> would you cast him to read one of your audio books? Like Probably if he's not. like, "Hey, I want to be Fuse, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> if you made let's okay, this is a good question. If you made Fuse. The film. Who would be Fuse? Oh. I have no idea. Do you ever we'll watch... just, hey, hang on. We'll just sit here awkwardly in silence. <laughs> no, uh, have you ever watched Teen Wolf? No. The, the TV show? Oh, yeah, wait. That's... He's in way more popular movies. Uh, the Maze Runner or whatever. The main yeah, dude yeah, from yeah. The oh, Maze that, Runner. That that's I who know. I was picturing when I was listening to Fuse. I could see I... You know, someone like that. I just always assume Michael B. Jordan, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a good call. I mean, for me, you guys aren't going to like this. I, I pictured Topher Grace from that 70s show. That would be cool. I like him a lot. But he's like 40 now. I know. But I pictured him with uh, short, spiked up hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd do Bruce Willis for sure. Or your brother, Bradley Cooper. That'd be cool. <laughs> Bradley Cooper would be good. He's just good in everything. Yeah, he he could do the voice of a raccoon. <laughs> He played the shark in Jaws, I hear. Last question, guys. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. David, are you ready? I'm ready. David, do you know anything about Star Wars? Yeah, I've seen the movies. Okay, well, you're ahead of most of us then. (laughs) Who's the best Star Wars character? Not Luke. I think he's annoying. Mm -hmm. Um, Luke's annoying. Mm -hmm. Yoda. Yoda. Okay, yeah. that's all. He answer. is adorable. Here's a. Here's well, a, I mean, you just picture this tiny little person just like kicking everyone's ass. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna blow your mind, guys. Do you know what Yoda's name in the original script was? Yomo. Buffy. Whoa. Yep. I don't think that's right. It is. Are you? How sure are you, Josh? I know that you've not even 50, seen fifty. I watched, it's either right or it's wrong. I watched it. <laughs> that's not how probabilities work. <laughs> I watched a YouTube video uh-huh. about a hundred facts about Star Wars. So you that. so you could pretend that you know more about Star Wars? No, just because I let them play as I sleep. Oh. Well, I feel like everything I know about Star Wars is because they referenced it in The Simpsons growing mm-hmm. up. I know, I know character names and stuff when I don't really know the characters. You know, you can just watch the movies. But right? I'm not. I'm gonna M Night Shyamalan this one, and I'm gonna say E. T. Okay. Oh. Well, basically Yoda. No, E.T. was in the Star Wars movies. He was in the console. Console? Console? Cons- He's in the console. Console of all the aliens. Council. There were two E.T.s up there. I don't, that doesn't sound right. I, I thought you were going to say Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis is great. He's in the Star Wars movies. Yeah, he was He's the, a little bear, right? The bear. He's Tom the bear. Tom. He's also, he's also right. a couple other. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Tom's are good. I'm going to blow your mind, Corey, uh-huh. by the character I named. Yeah, yeah. But here's why. You remember that show Justified? Buffy. Justified with yes. Tim- Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Which Santa Clarita Diet got canceled. I'm really pissed off about that. We... Not enough Oliphant in your life. Well, Victor Fresco, who made Andy Richter Controls the Universe, made it. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you know that, David? <laughs> no. Are you a Fresco fan? 
<laughs> no. Not the Hardys, Fresco. The so, guy. So there's this episode of uh, Justified where uh, Pat Oswalt was the sheriff in it, right? Weird. And this guy named Yolo was looking for this guy named Drew. And he's like, where's Drew? And Timmy or uh, I'm sorry, Pat Oswalt's like, I don't know who that is. And, he, and so he punches him in the face a bunch of times. And he's like, where's Drew? And he's like, wait, I know who you're talking about. Drew Baca? <laughs> so I'm going to pick Chewbacca because of that joke. That was not good. It was, was not good. We're, we're cutting that. David could have wrote six books by now. Yeah. Okay, I'll pick someone else. Who's the dude who no, killed? No, Chewbacca's who, cool. Who killed all the kids in the one? The young one. Oh, it was uh, Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Hayden Christensen. That's what yeah, he Yeah, the dude by. who played... Uh, also known as Anakin Skywalker. Spider-Man. The You're bad so Spider-Man. so smart. You know everything. Well, I'm going to say Jar Jar. Now, that's a controversial answer because he's, like, one of the most hated characters. But I will say that there is a Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord conspiracy theory. It's not really a conspiracy theory. just a theory where, like, if you watch the movies, he's always doing things to, like, get out of the way of being shot. And he's using the Force. Nice. I'm pretty sure he's a Sith Lord undercover. I also saw him on a Burger King cup one, so it can't be that hated. No, he's hated. Oh. Then why would he be on a Burger King cup? Yeah, Burger King. No one so. likes Burger King. Burger John Voight was on a Burger King cup. <laughs> Everybody loves him. Burger Kings are Burger King is the Jar Jar Binks of. They the have an impossible food. Whopper, it's, a vegetarian Whopper. Yeah, it tastes remember. just like plants. Yeah, tastes okay. like a piece of broccoli. Are you a vegetarian, David? No. Okay. Good. Have you tried the impossible Whopper? No, <laughs> I heard they're in St. Louis and only in St. Louis. Mm, I don't do Burger King. Really? Do you <laughs> not eat fast food? No. Makes me sick. But do you remember Jar Jar Binks being on cups and shit? Yeah, that was what, like Yeah. So he's popular. Have you heard of the, cards? Have you heard of the Jar Jar Binks Sith Lord theory? Oh no. But I have heard that everyone hates him, which I don't really understand why. I just I do know that he was funny in the movie, but then when I watched it as an adult, I'm like, he doesn't really serve a purpose. Yeah, he's hilarious, and that's oh. all you really need. I, I love George R. Binks as well. The only thing I remember about him is when he was a Sith Lord. <laughs> yeah, that was a good part. He uh, used the Force. Yep. I remember a little bit of the movie now that you said George R. Binks. Uh, my <laughs> favorite Baca. is definitely Natalie Portman, though. Oh yeah, I, I forgot huge, she was in him. Yeah, huge crush on her. I loved her because she looked so plain and attainable. Yeah, that's no, what she was, didn't. She was gorgeous and. Obtainable. Natalie Portman? Who's she, the queen that was all dressed up? Say what? what? Who's she Natalie the, Portman? The queen? With all the, the paint and everything. The makeup, brother. Oh, I just mean in general. Natalie oh. Portman's kind of plain. Which I like. I wait, like that a Natalie lot. Portman? Oh, yeah, Natalie Portman. Not Drew... Not Wait, who did you say? Drew Baca. <laughs> not Drew Baca. <laughs> Guys, we should, we should end this. Let David get back to his writing. <laughs> all right. Uh... As always, David, hey. we would like you to what? plug his stuff. That's what I was saying. Was doing. You were going to have him no, end it. No, I wasn't. Have him plug his stuff. First. No, I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, David. <laughs> uh, David, you want to tell us where we can find you, where we could buy stuff from you, how we could donate money to you? Yeah, where can adult women buy your Christmas love stories? Um. Well, actually, those are available wherever ebooks are sold and audiobooks. Um, but the easiest is probably Amazon. Do you have a Patreon, Facebook, anywhere? 
people can send you loads of money? Um, well, my Facebook is, it should be like facebook.com slash David Books, um, or my website, which is davidnethbooks.com. Awesome, awesome. Well, right. Are you on Twitter? Yeah, but I don't, not actively. I don't like Twitter. <laughs> I know something about that. Are you on Yelp? <laughs> you know something about what? Twitter? Having a Twitter but never using it. Yeah. David, if you want to go ahead and follow us on Twitter, uh, do so. We've only got eight followers. People <laughs> okay. are just not following back. It's so rude. I don't know. Okay, and uh, David, we, we went through this transitional period where the way we used to end the show doesn't work anymore. So now you get to the end of the show. So go ahead and end it like you would end one of your romantic Christmas books. The end. (laughs) That was beautiful. Thank you. Thanks for being on the podcast, David. We really appreciate it. I I hope this gets the word out there, at least in some of those lit RPG groups about this great superhero novel. Well, he said he hated lit, so we're not going (laughs) to... Yeah, but he doesn't hate their money. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just cut out the part where you said you hated Lit, and then we'll put it in the group, and then you'll get all kinds of money. Paper money. Paper money. I bought your book like two days ago, so you'll be seeing that in a month or two. (laughs) That's true. All right, David. Yeah, we'll let you get back to it. We appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, no problem. All right. Thanks, bud.